coaching, consulting, community. Those are things that people are willing to pay for because A, they don't want to be alone. And through coaching, you help them avoid the common pitfalls. And with community, they can learn from other people's mistakes and get going in the right direction. And today, I'm going to tell you about an app that has revolutionized the way I do coaching and community building with Josh Little from Volley. Welcome to Profit From Your Podcast, proven strategies to turn listeners into a livelihood. Here's your host, Dave Jackson. Welcome to Profit From Your Podcast. I am Dave Jackson, and everything I talk about today, you can find at ProfitFromYourPodcast.com slash five five. And I'm just here to tell you, if you do any kind of coaching, consulting, any kind of group community building, you want to check out this app. If you go out to ProfitFromYourPodcast.com slash volley. Now that is a ever so slightly affiliate link, but I'm here to tell you, I've used a lot of tools and I am so excited about this tool because it does allow you to do private one-on-one coaching and community chat all in the same app. And it works on every single device, Mac, PC, Android, iPhone, whatever. And it's free. Check it out again. Profit from your podcast.com. Here's my conversation with Josh Little from Volley. And we have Josh Little, the founder and CEO. So Josh, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Tim said it was cool. And I'm here saying it's really cool. In fact, it's revolutionized the way I am now doing consulting. This is my analogy. And you can tell me if this is accurate or not. Volley is like a, it's like a private school. So you have to have an invite to get in. And then when you go in, you have the cafeteria. And the cafeteria has tables, and over there are the jocks, and over here are the preps, and over here are the whatevers and the whatevers, and those tables in volley are called channels. So the different groups, if you want to go talk to the nerds, they're the back channel to the right. And then if for some reason you have a question about your homework, you can go in and do one-on-one office hours with your coach, with your, your student. Is that somewhat accurate? That's the first time I've ever heard the cafeteria jocks and nerds analogy, but I'll take it. If you're talking about just people being able to find their own interests and the, you know, the passion economy, people being able to talk to people that they care about, about topics that they care about. Yeah. Volley enables you to do that face to face and flexibly. And that's really the magic trick of Volley is it's a video messaging app. And what does that mean? That just means we take turns in volley. We're having a conversation just like this conversation. We're taking turns so far. We'll see if we talk over each other. But the difference is in volley, it's asynchronous, which means not at the same time. So we, instead of you listening to me while I talk and I listen to you while you talk, we record our turn with a video or an audio message or a text or a screen record or a document or a GIF or whatever we, we want to take our turn. We can share that in volley and we, and we build this conversation in a thread over time. And this allows us kind of the richness of talking, the reason that we're on Squadcast right now, looking at each other in the face, but also the flexibility of texting. So it sounds kind of stupid. One of the ways I've explained it is it's like video texting. 
and that's not a thing and that doesn't make sense but for some reason in someone's mind they're able to like picture that and like what could that be like and then they're like oh okay that might be kind of cool because i like talking because it's fast and i like texting because it's flexible uh and volley's kind of pulling the get pulling it together and to your point allowing you to create spaces and channels where you can kind of organize conversations and topics and themes to let people a, a playground for people to to play on well, and you mentioned that it's fast and then podcasters, our strong suit is not always getting to the point. So I love the fact that I can speed you up. So if I have somebody that's like, hey, Dave and blah, 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 you're like, okay, hold on 2X. I made my first screen share today where somebody asked like, how do I do this in Hindenburg software? And I was like, oh, hold on. It used to be, I would make a video in OBS. I would upload it to Loom and then send them the link to Loom. And now I just was like, hold on click a button, I'm doing a screen share, did it, clicked it, was done, it did a little processing, and it was there in Volley. And I went, oh, this is just getting cooler by the minute. When did you know you wanted to make Volley? I've been thinking about the problem of how to like how to communicate, how to get the right information to the right people at the right time for years. I built a, a platform, a social learning platform in the enterprise called Bloomfire, kind of the pioneer of knowledge management. So I've been thinking about the communication problem for a very long time. And then Snapchat and Marco Polo, I think have figured out some interesting things in Loom with asynchronous video and using the power of video to communicate. However, Loom, even though they call themselves video messaging, it's really video message. It's like video 1.0. I I share a video, you comment on it, but that's the end of the the loop. With Volley, like you said, you click one button, you you recorded your screen, the person that you sent that to in a conversation gets a push notification. They come into the app, they can view it and also send you a video message, an audio message or a screen recording back. And so you're this is bi-directional, two-way or in channels in in large spaces. This is multi-way, many to many sort of communication. So that's kind of how we've seen that. So it was really when the pandemic hit to get to your question that I was like, I know what the world needs, especially remote teams, especially people who are less connected, is a new way to communicate that is that has the richness of talking, but also has the flexibility of texting. Imagine if something like Marco Polo had a baby with something like Discord. Put those together. What what would that be like? The organization and the structure to create experiences with the power of video messaging, that could be pretty cool. So that was the initial idea. And we started with teams because we thought remote teams, that would be a great way to, to get to market. And and it was, but it was actually folks like Tim Schmoyer who started using Volley and showed us, oh no, there's a, a much hotter use case of Volley. That's creators and coaches using Volley for like group coaching, masterminds, membership communities, and the reproducibility is so high and the experience is like 10x anything else you could do in the retention rates of communities is like through the roof compared to other communities. So that's what we really focused our attention to um, with the product in the last several months. Yeah, because I can see both sides of that in like the corporate world. Just forget about Zoom meetings. You could basically say, hey, here's what we're doing. What do you guys think? And everybody can kind of chime in whenever they want. So I definitely see that on the corporate side. But when I saw this, I was like, ooh, and my background's in education. So I was like, ooh, oh, I really like the ability to do the one-on-one. And then if they want to get feedback from a, a group, then they just go back to the cafeteria, hit up the channel that you want, and you can get somebody else's opinion beside mine. So a very popular platform, you may have heard of it, Facebook has uh, Facebook groups. And I know a lot of people 
have Facebook groups. And so for those people that have a love-hate relationship and they want to get out of Facebook and they're trying to move people to Volley, what works in getting people to let go of Facebook and come into Volley? I mean, the first thing is you've got to create an experience that's worth going to check out, right? If you're planning to just post at your community in Volley, like you're posting at them in Facebook, I don't think you've got anything more compelling. But if you've got an interesting conversation and you're maybe bringing interesting guests into your space to have AMAs, you know, there's a party going on in Volley. I don't think there's a reason not to switch. Now, with that said, I think there's disappointment because Facebook group size are vanity metrics because anybody can find a Facebook group and yeah, oh, we've got 15,000 people in our group. Yeah. Okay. Post something. You got six likes and two comments. You do not have 15,000 people in this group. It's vanity. And we have people say, oh, I, I, we've got 15,000 people and only 300 people are involved because those are your true fans. That's your actual community. So yes, you might have some big numbers and think you have reach. And if you think when you post to that community without paying Facebook, that post is going to all of them, you've got something wrong and you don't understand the Facebook algorithm, right? So I think you really start to find out who your actual group is and who is committed. Now you can gain more and more of them the more that you harvest and, and show that Facebook group, hey, there's a party happening. Look what happened this last week. Oh, this happened in Volley. And you cross post that because you can also copy public links to Volley's. And that makes an easy way to let the conversation that's happening in Volley become little pieces of content that you can then post back to to bring people in into volley. So just some strategies, I think, to to help bring people over and also know, you know what, it's a new communication platform and it's a new way to communicate. So not everyone in the world is going to just like jump there. Facebook is built a platform where it's really, really easy to consume. And with volley, it's new. And we kind of expect people not to just mindlessly scroll but actually be part of a meaningful conversation. And if that's not interesting to you, you probably should stay on Facebook because I don't, I don't know the volleys for you. We're not for the mindlessly scrollers. One thing you just mentioned there on how you can share a volley. So this could be a video. Again, it can be audio, it could be text, it could be anything. If your hair is not done, you don't want to be on video. You don't have to, you can do audio, but I share some sort of volley publicly Let's turn that around. What about the person that has a private Facebook group and they want to keep it locked up? How locked up can we keep Volley? Because I know there's a public link to a space that I have to invite someone to. Can Google find that anyway or? No, only to the extent that you share it um, in places that Google can search or crawl, but not Volley because Google doesn't have access to your space. So yes, there there is a private link to a space. Um, and if you share that publicly, yes, Google can see that link, but it's as private as you, as you want to keep it. And you can also turn off forwarding and downloading of volleys and public links in a space. So you can just kind of cut that off for a space. So, so no one can share. Now, of course, we can't prevent somebody picking their phone up and turning their camera on and recording a screen. As far as we can technically lock something down, we've locked it down in volley. Yeah, I always tell people if I can hear it or see it, I can steal it. So, sure. and the people, the people that goes through the extra steps to get that information, we're never going to pay for whatever it is you're selling in the first place. No, so. you're right. Yeah. And speaking of selling things, one of the things that I always say on my show, especially around free media hosting for podcasts, is like free is not a good business model. 
And so the first thing I said, I said, wow, I love this thing. There's one feature that I really, really, really hate about it. And people are what? I go, it's free. I said, because I've seen blab.io and a couple other ones that came on and got super hot and then just went. And I remember I interviewed the people from blab and they're like, oh, we have tons of VC money, money, money. So for those of us that are a little nervous about building a community on something that right now is free, how are you going to be around in 10 years? Well, I can also point to millions of companies who have paid models that also aren't around. It's really all about traction, whether it's free or paid. And we have investors who aren't pressuring us to do that. And and I've built several tech companies previously. So Volley is my fourth successful tech company. So I'm not like coming out of college green behind the ears. I've built software. I've built companies. Uh, You know, you know, Bloomfire Quizzer has been used by 200 million people a month. I like it. So been around the block. I don't see Volley going away. I don't see a future where we want to be less connected or we want our communication to be less flexible. So I I just don't see this format going away. And the hard thing about building a tech company is resources and focus. And a lot of times when you're building a paid product, it takes a lot of effort to build the features to pay for. It takes a lot of effort to build those pay walls, to put the sales force in place. That all takes resources. And with Volley, we've decided strategically to focus all of our resources on building a killer free product and putting every dime we have into just making that unforgettable experience. And that's what we've done. And it's not because we don't intend to charge money for it or that we're going to pull the rug on anyone, which we're not going to do. I've I've written a little article on our page under the pricing button. What's free will remain free. This is SaaS 101. You don't pull free features behind a paywall. So we're not going to do that. We have hundreds of awesome ideas of features we're going to build and probably a model that will allow people to charge for access to their spaces in which we'll do a rev share similar to other platforms that you know. But instead of, again, posting at your members, you'll be able to actually talk with them face to face, which will be a lot more valuable and you'll be able to charge a lot more and retain a lot more of those followers or fans or students or or clients, whatever your model is. So we will definitely have a paid plan. We'll definitely be around for a while. And don't worry, you'll definitely be able to put money in our pockets someday. But we're just really, really focused on creating a killer free product that turns into a runaway train of organic growth, which seems like it has. The one thing that impressed me is, I mean, you've got a great feature set now, but it's interesting because like you said, people are coming in and going, ooh, this is really cool. Have you ever thought about doing this? And so it really is a matter of like, let's figure out what people really want and then make it the best thing there is. You mentioned Bloomfire. What other companies have you, you know, like what's your background in? Short stories, I'm a line cook turned teacher turned entrepreneur. So uh, figure that one out. But I started my career as a teacher, went into sales in the corporate world, was in the corporate world for about seven years till I started my first company. First company was Maestro. Uh, an e-learning company um, that creates e-learning content for companies like Netflix and Facebook and the who's who of the medical and pharma industry. And from Maestro, I built a social learning platform called Bloomfire, which today is called a knowledge management platform. But we called it social learning back in the day, which was acquired. I thought I was done. Uh, I thought I'd done my entrepreneurial thing and set my family up, but I got bored and came back and built a company called Quizzer which was like the world's simplest quiz tool. We thought we built that for teachers and trainers. And then publishers started embedding quizzes in their website. And then tens of thousands of publishers started embedding quizzes in their website and millions of users. And so 
we realized this is a quiz tool for publishers and marketers. So left Quizzer in 2016, thought I was done, took four years off, and then just got the itch to create my magnum opus and looked around for the right idea. That, and Like I said, the pandemic hits and it's like, ah... I know what the world needs. And I know just the team to create it. Dang it. We've got the parts to a Ferrari. We should just put it together. Let's go. How long has it been around? So we launched February of last year. Uh, and our, our thesis at that time was kind of remote work. And we that's where our marketing focus was. And by the end of the year, we that's where I kind of realized, oh, no, there's there's a more exciting use case for Volley. And it was kind of at the beginning of the year that we started thinking more and more about coaches and creators and and how they're the problems they're trying to solve and how they're getting people together to share knowledge and and to add value and expertise and larger and larger groups started emerging in Volley. And so that's really where we're seeing the the platform evolve is we're we're trying to make video, especially asynchronous video, be much less dense, easier to parse. Like every volley is transcribed. So you can view the transcription and scroll through. And like you said, if somebody sends you a five minute volley, that may or may not be relevant to you, but you can go to the transcript. You can just scroll down through and kind of scan it really quickly. Tap, you know, that line, start playing from right there. Or you can hover over the timeline and just see like little popovers of, of the transcript. That's a new feature. I'm not sure if you've even seen that, Dave, but that's a recent feature. Threading is another one where, you know, a lot of times because this is asynchronous, you may be coming in today where there was a really interesting conversation happening yesterday. But the conversation has kind of moved on, but you want to comment or share some thoughts on what was happening yesterday. So we've allowed the ability to thread within uh, a volley space where you can you can have sub threads of the conversation and you can kind of keep the same idea and topic going it. And those are also findable and discoverable. So we're trying to make volley and video, video communication, albeit asynchronous, more and more extensible for larger and larger groups. And, and that's our goal. Because I, I really think that's the magic trick that Volley is doing for the world is, is helping large groups connect in a way that they're unable to connect in mass, even on Zoom. Get 100 people on Zoom? No. Yeah, that's no... You're not talking. Like, it's just a mess. And there's one person that's going to do 60% of the talking and, and you don't want that person to do that, right? Yeah. But in Volley, it doesn't feel that way. It's a person you want to put on 2X, but you can't because it's live. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I wish there was a skip function. <laughs> exactly. Well, speaking of, of transcripts, are those searchable? And if not, what's, I know you have, a, you said you have hundreds of features that you want to add. Anything in the future that we should be looking forward to? That's one. Yeah, of course. We've got to save some things for the premium product, man. Searchable transcripts. Yeah, that's, that's one. Verbal at mentions, wouldn't that be cool? Magic notes where you could just tap a caption and it bubbles up a note item. Like there's a lot of cool things coming that there's no end to the creativity this team has. So we're into the list of things that our users are suggesting. So I know we'll be able, be able to build some awesome things that people want to pay for someday. So not worried. Has your community used Volley in a way that you go, D I didn't see that coming? Yeah, actually using Volley for podcasting, that was one. This is users bending the tool to do something we didn't expect them to do, which is create an asynchronous podcast. So what people are doing is inviting people into Volley because it's easy to have an interview. You can just ask questions asynchronously and it doesn't matter if it goes on for four hours, four days or four months. As long as you know you the, the conversation you know has some story arc and it completes, right? 
And then they just record their screen, push play on the first volley and push stop at the end. And they've got a piece of content that no one had to schedule a meeting or a call for. And they were able to send out a link to 30 people and interview 30 people. We're calling this a volleycast. You know, we could productize something like this someday, but that's one that we just didn't expect. We've got others that we didn't expect we'd have to rip out. Like we built features that people just didn't like and actually hated. And we've had to take some things out, which is cool too. Do you want to share one that you thought was going to work? One was uh, this pseudo live thing. So we thought that because asynchronous, there's a little gap. Meaning if I talk for a minute and then I hit stop, volley is a magic trick. So very shortly, within seconds after I hit stop, you get a push notification on your end. But there is a minute that I was talking that you might have been waiting for a volley. You'll notice this sometimes we go in and out of this synchronicity in volley. Like sometimes we're like, like with texting, you know what it's like when you're kind of waiting on the other person's text and they're waiting on your text and you can see the dot, dot, dot. So we thought, wouldn't it be cool? We're like processing on the fly. Wouldn't it be cool if shortly after someone started hitting record that the other person could start listening in and even before they finish, they're listening. And so they're just like seconds behind each other. It's like pseudo synchronous. Wouldn't that be cool? And our users hated it because you can't speed up real time. And so we were sending push notifications for a volley that was 1x. And people were like, I don't want to listen to anything 1x. I'm not going to remember to come back to this. That's the whole point of volley, guys. And we're like, oh, okay, well, we'll kill that one. But we thought it was cool. So, you know, maybe that comes back in a premium feature that somebody could enable someday. I always tell people, you don't know if the recipe is good or not until somebody eats it. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you for your time. I'm a huge fan. It is doing wonders for... Just my coaching. Again, my my background's in education. So yep. you've made it really easy to, when somebody asks a question, go, oh, let me just show you. Oh, here's what it sounds like. Oh, here's the link to it. Whatever I need to do, it's there. And it's super simple. It's just a matter of getting people off of Facebook. For me right now, it's primarily just using the one-on-one coaching. The uh, channels right now, not, not sparking up because they're just used to Facebook. But the new people that join... It's that's the fun thing. The people that haven't made it to Facebook, I'm like, oh, here, start here. That's creating almost like a second community because they're not stuck in Facebook yet. It's interesting. And I'm loving it a lot. And uh, thank you for the product. And thank you for your time. You bet, Dave. It It was my pleasure. Thanks for thanks for having me on the show. So, again, you can check it out. Profit from your podcast dot com slash volley. Here is some of the people that I've been playing with volley with and here's what they had to say about it at school of podcasting and at the very end volley came up and i said volley well that sounds interesting i clicked on immediately joined immediately now i'm here this is a fantastic tool and uh i hope that we all have a lot of fun with it also on another note i'm really enjoying this uh this app it's actually very interesting uh, you know i joined uh when when you sent the email i've opened it and um very very interesting to use it is very interesting to use i've only been using it a little less than a month and it's just the connection is so much more like josh was saying there yeah you can have these great vanity numbers in facebook but the people that now join the new members of the school of podcasting we're having phenomenal discussions and great one-on-one coaching so again if you want to check it out profit from your podcast.com slash folly and if you'd like to buy the book 
Profit From Your Podcast, you can go over to ProfitFromYourPodcast.com slash book, and I'll sign one for you. Again, ProfitFromYourPodcast.com slash book. This is Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com. Thanks for joining me on my mission to rid the world of boring podcasts.